Eric Ash here with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were close, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you're unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If you have any problems with your heating system, you can trust Burkhardt to be there right away and get you back up and running. And if you know you need to replace that heating system this year, you can trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect and get the job done right. And you can always trust Burkhardt to give you a fair price. For heating this year, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. On this very frigid day in January in old New Orleans, hang in there. They say the sun's coming out tomorrow. Hopefully it does. It's been a miserable last two days here in the city, though, no doubt about it. Especially if you're living on the North Shore where you're really dealing with, again, the cold, the cold temperatures and also, again, uh, the... Um, 
uh, the wind, which is, again, making it feel even colder uh, as well. Uh, listening to 106.1 FM Nash Icon. Uh, also, again, uh, Eric Asher bringing you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. It is the William Grant family to still Friday extravaganza. Again, the iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app. Great way to take the show with you anywhere. Nash FM 106.1 and ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. Our podcast is everywhere. Anchor's our home base, but we're on all podcasting platforms. You can search Eric Asher, Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. You should be able to find it. And, of course, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. I rebroadcast tonight, 9 o'clock on Pelican, 10 o'clock on LAE, 2 a.m. on The Deuce, and then tomorrow afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Already up on our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, and Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Renee Nato of CrestedCitySports.com joined us, did a great job breaking down the Saints, LSU, Tulane, Pelicans. We talked the local college basketball. Um, he did a great job in talking about the uh, transfer portal. So, again, a lot of um, lot to be able to talk about uh, with, with Renee, and it was really, really a good show. Hope you have a chance to be able to check it out. Also, again, want to remind everybody about today's program. Mike Vazam will join us, as always, from Hot Off the Bench Podcast about 410. Uh, it'll be Chris Gordy of Locked on SEC Podcast. We'll talk LSU with him, but we're also going to talk about the divisional playoffs uh, with Chris as well. NFL Divisional Playoffs this weekend. Les East, award-winning journalist from CrestedSports.com, finishes it all for us this afternoon on the William Grant family Distillers Friday extravaganza. That'll be at 535. Talking Saints, LSU, Tulane, Pelicans, all that coming up here on uh, Inside New Orleans. As I mentioned, it is the William Grant family Distillers Friday extravaganza. And, uh, yeah, I can think of a lot of reasons you might want to go out and get a uh, get a bottle of uh, one of these great William Grant spirits. Henry Jim, Malaco Tequila, Rekha Vodka, hottest spirits on the market. Of course, uh, don't forget about uh, the all-star lineup of scotches, all award-winning scotches. Glenfiddich Scots Whiskey, Grant's Blended Scots Whiskey, the Balvini Scots Whiskey. I'm, I'm hearing that that other Irish whiskey, they've run out of it. And again, because of the supply chain issues, we don't have it anymore. The bet that now gives you, again, a great time to be able to go out and get Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. So if you're an Irish whiskey drinker during the Mardi Gras season, reach for Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. And, of course, a great weekend to be able to try Sailor Jerry Rum. Uh, whether, again, you're doing a hot toddy or maybe hot chocolate and you're looking for a little something to put in there, a little spice rum to kind of give it a little bit of kick, how about Sailor Jerry Rum? Every bottle of Sailor Jerry Rum purchased in Louisiana, a portion of those proceeds go to the God Foundation, www.gotourtroops.org, taking care of active military members, retired military members, and their family. Again, the money staying right here in Louisiana, taking away, take, taking care of, uh, again, those that have served us uh, from Louisiana, insurance premiums, utility bills, mortgage payments, rent, home necessary home repairs, living expenses. Uh, again, every bottle of Sailor Jerry Rum, a bottle, uh, there is a donation to the God Foundation to take care of those that have served for us. www.gotourtroops.org if you want to give directly or, again, reach for a bottle of Sailor Jerry Rum. Don't forget about Florida kind of Nicaraguan rum, a part of the rum portfolio, and, again, a fistful of bourbon whiskey and Hudson bourbon whiskey, all part of the portfolio of William Grant. All right, let's jump into it. A lot to talk about today over the next two hours. 504-260-1061 is the phone number. We bring on my longtime friend. Uh, of course, he's with... Uh, Celebrity Chef Scott Craig, Hot Off the Bench podcast, but he has his own podcast, Fazano Football Podcast, well, it's Fazano Football Blog. 
Michael Vazant joins us on the program. Mike, how are you? Bum, 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 Biggie, my brother on this cold Friday. How you doing? It is, and if I like, let me just say something because I, we've known each other since we were kids running on the playground at St. Francis of Assisi School. And yep. if I know one thing about Monsieur Fazan, he doesn't like the cold. He does not like to have cold <laughs> toes, that's for sure. I hate when I'm wearing shoes. I got 12 socks on, and my toes are still like pieces of ice. Mike was always the like thinnest it. one out of all of them, and he's, and he's been able uh, to retain that throughout his life. So he doesn't, he doesn't have a lot of meat on his bones to be able to take, take that cold. Uh, and uh, our whole lives, again, uh, a little bit of cold outside, Mike is freezing. Oh, I'm laid up, brother. I learned how to do it now. <laughs> I, uh, listen, no insulation whatsoever. <laughs> none on, none on your body. Oh, that's for no. sure. I got that's for, and that's been now, since that's been since day one. Since day one. No, no, uh, uh-uh. no. You got me. You got me, brother. You know me. No, oh, like the back of my hand. Are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, anyway, we got a lot to talk about, Mike. I, w- I do want to get into a great article yeah. that was written by. Um, uh, Richard Cucci uh, in, in, in CrestleySports.com about Wisner Playground. You and I know all about what's going on there. We'll get into that a little bit later. But, again, we've got the divisional playoffs coming up, uh, some uh, LSU with, again, the uh, transfer portal. Uh, looks like they've done a great job in terms of the transfer portal. Uh, and, of course, the New Orleans Saints. Today it was announced that uh, Dennis Allen is going to um, – I'm going to interview with the Chicago Bears for their defensive coordinator. I'm sorry, for their head coach, head coaching position. Uh, that's going to happen on Monday via Zoom. So let's start there. Your thoughts on, on Dennis Allen. Look, he's possibly getting that job. I will say this. You know, they, they, they've, they've really been a, a team that has kind of tapped into former Saints execs, uh, former Saints coaches, and they haven't had a lot of success. So I'm wondering if you're a Bears fan out there, you, you hear again that another new ex-New Orleans Saint is coming through the door and it ain't Sean Payton, if you're excited yeah. about maybe the prospect of Dennis Allen being your head coach. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I, I don't know. Look, I think Dennis Allen is, an, is a great defensive coordinator. Uh, he had a bad stint at, with the Raiders, but, you know, consider the source. Al Davis was, I think, senile by then at least in the first couple of stages of senility. Um, but uh, I think if I'm a Bears fan, man, I got a, I just spent a top 10 pick on a quarterback. I don't want no defensive-minded coach coming in. I need a guy that can take this quarterback and groom him and design an offense around him and do everything like Sean Payton did with Drew Brees and I don't want no defensive coordinator that's going to hire an offensive coordinator to do that because two years he's gone. He's going to catch, to take another head coach job somewhere. So um, I hope Dennis Allen gets a head coaching job. I don't think I think he'd be a really good head coach, but I don't think the Bears is a right fit for him. Um, Eric, help me with the quarterback out of Ohio State. His name Justin Fields. Justin Fields. I mean, come on! You just drafted Justin Fields, and you want uh, you want a guy that knows that type of offense to come in. And uh, what was it like? Was it Mark Roman? Who's the offensive coordinator with with the Baltimore Ravens? I don't know. I can't believe he's not getting interviews uh, because to me he'd be a perfect fit. But um, yeah, good good for Allen to get his name out there. 
to get some interviews, but I just don't think Chicago is a good fit for him. Right. You're talking about Greg Roman, right? Yeah, when I said Mark Roman, I meant Greg Roman. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's taken uh, the Ravens, and he's built an offense around Lamar Jackson, and nobody's maximized that that guy's talent more than Roman has. I mean, he has maximized it, maximized it to the fullest. So I think that's the kind of guy you need just feels a special talent. He's a he's a he's an athlete quarterback where man don't get him don't make him a pocket passer where he's gotta do pre snap reads and blah 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 and all this stuff. And if you get an offensive quarterback like I said, that can come in and do like a Greg Roman He's gonna be he's gonna be gone in a couple of years because if he succeeds, he's gonna take another job as a head coach. If he fails, mm-hmm. he's gonna have to be fired. You know, it's gonna be one of them deals where hey, either the offensive coordinator goes or you go. So to me, um, not the Bears, man. Now, maybe the Dolphins, but not the Bears. We'll see. I, I think there's going to be a tremendous amount of emphasis, and rightly so, on again African American candidates getting hired. Uh, I think there's uh, uh, there's a lot there's a real good chance that um, uh, you know we may see again of the positions that are open, maybe you know half of those positions filled by an African American candidate. Uh, it'll be interesting to see again what happens down the line here. Um, I, look. Selfishly, I don't want Dennis Allen going anywhere. I'm no, just being no, honest no. With you. That's why I mean, I'm pulling a case you know, against him to go to Chicago. Yeah. You know, I mean, I really, at, at, at the end of the day, what he was able to do with this defense over the last few years uh, is nothing less than remarkable. And look, this team is on the, on the cusp. I mean, I keep saying it. I mean, they're not that far away. Now, again, you got to get the quarterback situation figured out. That's with any team. Uh, again, the, the one position that is deep in this draft, and again, is deep across the NFL, again, with quality players, because again, they've been putting out so many great wide receivers over the last uh, you know, decade or so, is the wide receiver position. There's some really good wide yeah. receivers that are going to be at free agency. Obviously, again, the, uh, coming out the draft, you can, you can pretty much sew that position up pretty quickly, even keeping a Michael Thomas. And, and then you have to backfill the, the offensive line. And then, again, the other real real only question mark right now is, is really the, the quarterback. Now, you can talk about Marcus Williams all you want, and I'd love to get your take there, Mike, because to me, I'm not overpaying Marcus Williams. You know, I'm going to find me a young safety in the draft, or I'm going to go out and get a safety that's had, that's had some – a ball hawking safety that's had some, some success in the NFL. But I'm not overpaying for Marcus Williams. Yeah, you make a good argument, Big E. I mean, the Saints have had pretty uh, good success drafting safeties. I mean – Roman Harper, Kenny Vaccaro, Vaughn Bell, uh, C.D. Deuce, Marcus Williams. I mean, they've scouted that position really well. And, listen, if the Saints can keep him, Williams, I would love it. But I agree. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's making the highest-paid safety in the history of football because there are some things about his game that you just can't, you know, you can't justify that. I mean, he can't right. tackle. I mean, he's not even a willing tackler. And he, safety he has to es- be able to tackle. He escorts players to the end zone. <laughs> That's the type of tackler he is. I mean, listen, it's, if you're a safety and you could play center field and ball hawk, now he's got good ball skills. I'll give him that. Um, but, you you know, you can't – those guys are – you can find in a draft. You can find a, a ball hawk and center field type safety who can play the ball in flight. You want somebody that's going to be able to come up and do a little run support too. 
And uh, I'm not sure Marcus Williams. I know he grades what he grades great with uh, Pro Football Focus, but I mean, I don't know. To me, uh, that that part of his game would keep me from overpaying for him. And if correct me if I'm wrong, if the Saints, mm-hmm. if he does get signed away, the Saints get compensation, right? They, they will get compensation. Yes, they'll get they get a compensatory yeah. pick, no doubt about it. Yeah, they they definitely will. They got so, compensatory um, picks com- coming this year as well. And, and the highest pick t- available guy's been a starter since he's been here. So yeah, so that would be like a third or fourth rounder. And he was a third round pick when the Saints got. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you know, yeah. I don't know. I, I think I'm with you on that one, Big E. But go, getting back to Chicago, I mean, look, yep. they had a good coach with Matt, Matt Nagy. I mean, he got Mitchell Trubisky to the play to the playoffs, what, two straight years? And I'm not sure what happened this year. They went out and got uh, Andy Dalton. And it's like, you know, this is just not working. And it just kind of split the locker room, I think. Mm-hmm. But um, – Anyway, that's why, and I'm making a case against Dennis Allen because I'm selfish and I want him to stay with the Saints. I mean, I'm sorry, Dennis, but that's just the way it goes. I mean, look, to me, and again, you don't know, but, I mean, he could be a coach in waiting here in New Orleans for Sean No doubt about it. No doubt. You know, I mean, Payton's going to be 60 this year. So, I mean, look, he gets another Super Bowl. He's probably going to be in a situation where he's going to want to going to go, go want to sunset this and enjoy his life. You know, maybe he'll go to broadcasting. Uh, you know, again, I'm not buying in. That was where I wanted to go next. I'm not buying into the Peyton to Dallas, Peyton to any to the Giants. I'm just not buying into it because of the autonomy he has here in New Orleans, uh, an, an owner that again stays out of everything, and he's the third highest paid head coach in the NFL with with a, with a contract that's coming up soon that that can probably make him the highest paid coach in the NFL once again. Bill, so- Bill Parcells couldn't coexist with Jerry Jones, which means nobody can. There you go. Uh, listen, Mike McCarthy. I mean, you put you can insert any coach you want. They not they all have to bow to Jerry Jones and do what he says. And Sean Payton, I, I don't know. He doesn't look like the type of personality that would have to would after being pretty much his own boss here for so long. I don't know how that would even work. Now, Sean Payne would be an absolute stud in the broadcast booth. I think he would be. I think he would be right up there with Tony Romo and uh, you know guys like that who just walk mm-hmm. in and just analyze quickly, add some color, be humorous, you know, uh, go with the flow like Romo does. I have no doubt in my mind if he cho- if he wanted to do that. I don't see him coaching much longer. I mean, does rumors start circulating that he's looking to retire? That's not out there on accident. So I, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not saying that's what he wants to do. But you're right, Eric. He's 60 or close to it, mm-hmm. and maybe he wants to try something else. But well, he needs another Super Bowl, wants, dude. I, I mean, he, he he, to solidify to his his Hall of Fame status, he needs to win one more. Yeah, I think he's in anyway. But you're right to to make it a, a a lock that a lock, slam dunk Hall of Fame. He's in there uh, with one more Super Bowl, even if if it's just an appearance, one more Super Bowl. But mm-hmm. uh, I, I definitely think he wants to make a run at that. Uh, at least that's what I would want to do. And he and I are about the same age, so you know. And he's uh, uber successful as a coach. 
And right. the fact that every time an opening comes up, everybody's dream candidate is Sean Payton. Mm-hmm. So, of course. I mean, come know. on. I mean, uh, can you blame? He created this. He created this culture in this locker room. Okay, he created the offense that again was the most prolific offense, the greatest show on turf. Uh, uh, you know, with again Drew Brees uh, being the uh, the operator of that offense, and uh, he has remade this team several times. Look, there was only that stretch between uh, you know when, when they went three seven and nine seasons where I thought he lost total focus after being suspended uh, for Bounty Gate. That, that, again, maybe I question whether he really wanted to coach anymore. But, again, he got revitalized once again, uh, turned this thing around. Again, they're among the most winningest teams in the NFL during his tenure uh, uh, as a Saints head coach. I mean, he checks all the boxes here. Of course, other teams want him. But, again, why would you walk away from the perfect situation? As I mentioned this week, it's not for his kids. His kids are 26 and 23. Okay, then, then, then one, one, one's in broadcast, the other one's in college. And, and you know, he's got a, he built a house on, on Nashville, uh, um, uh, you know, a McMansion there. And uh, he's got his brand-new wife, uh, you know, from his Miss West Virginia. As I said this week, she surely doesn't want to go and live in Dallas again, uh, my, my guess is, you know, near the ex-wife. So I, I don't get this, this fascination. I get Dallas's fascination with Sean Payton. I don't get the fascination, again, with maybe Payton going back to Dallas no. to be again. To, look at Jerry Jones today, all over Dallas radio, ripping everybody from the ball boy to the head coach. I mean, when he doesn't look in the mirror and start ripping himself, he's the reason yeah. why the Dallas Cowboys don't reach again the Super Bowl year after year with the type yeah. of talent they have. That's a very talented football team there. Look, Jerry Jones told you everything you need to know about him as an owner when he let Jimmy Johnson walk out that door. I mean, Jimmy Johnson could have been a 10-, 15-year coach there, won three well, actually, you can credit him with three Super Bowls, probably another one or two. And but his Jones's ego wouldn't allow it. He would not allow it. And he thought he was the reason they won those Super Bowls. So, uh, you know, no other coach after that had a chance. They all had to be yes men. Finally, he went out to Bill Parcells, got him, mm-hmm. and Bill Parcells, well, I'm out after a couple of three seasons. And they've all been yes men after that. Uh, I mean, Jason Garrett, come on. Sure. And then so mm-hmm. you know, Mike 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 McCarthy, his record as a coach was a little inflated because he had Aaron Rodgers for a few years, and only win one Super Bowl with him is worth it. Only winning one Super Bowl with Drew Brees, uh, because you had home field advantage galore in the playoffs, and you only got to one Super Bowl. You only got to one, much less mm-hmm. win one. So, with Aaron Rodgers, maybe the best right. ever, mm-hmm. as far as talent, pure talent. Uh, I mean, come on. So, you know, <laughs> to me, it's a coach in graveyard. It's as bad as going to going to coach Val Davis. You have owners yep. who are megalomaniacs, not just egos, but mega egos. And doesn't look like he's he's eighty he's eighty years old. Doesn't look like he's ready to turn it over anytime but, soon. But even if he does, he's turning over to Stephen Jones. There's no difference there. I mean, again, Stephen Jones is all over Dallas radio and TV as well. You know, these yeah. guys again want to be in the spotlight. I, I said this earlier this week. If Jerry Jones could do it, he would be the head coach. He would do yeah. Al Davis when the Oakland Raiders when we were in the AFL. He would be the head coach if he could. If he could get away with it, he would. 
But you know, at this point, again, I, I have no doubt that Sean Payton will be here and is not going anywhere. Uh, yeah. the, the question is, again, as these, as these um, uh, head coaching jobs get filled, how many of the Saints' top assistants are going to get picked off? That's what I'm worried about. Well, I mean, listen, the Saints have had – Peyton's had a knack for finding college coaches and bringing them up and, and having them excel in the NFL because college coaches – you come from the college ranks, you're teaching. You know, when uh, when he had Joe Vitz and uh, – what was that guy? Johnson guy, whatever, Bill Johnson coaching, defensive line. Those guys, look, if you're good and you're already good, you're fine. But they weren't developers. That's what happened. He held up – that's why he dipped through those three straight seven nine seasons. He held on to stale off uh, of coaches for too long. That's one of the reasons. But and they had piss poor drafts. They had horrible, oh, horrible. Yeah. So they brought in Jeff Ireland. They revamped the scouting department and um, got new coaches to coach the defensive line, offensive line, and then look at it. Look what they're doing. I mean, look where they at. So. It is what it is. But I don't think if Sean yep. Page is not coaching the Saints, it's because he's going to be either in a broadcast booth or fishing somewhere, retired. Yeah, no doubt. Although I don't, I don't know if I can see Sean Payton fishing. All right, when we, go, we come back from the break, <laughs> Mike, Mike uh, Triplett of ESPN wrote a great article uh, doing a deep dive into, again, the – and I said this yesterday. You, all, you know, maybe – look, Mike, you know from, from going back when we started Sports Wrap. I'm not a guy that really, again, jumps all over the officials. I think it always evens out most times, right? But I'll tell you what, there's now statistical proof that if you're a Saints fan and you're thinking that there's a lot of no calls and the Saints aren't getting calls, again, Mike Trippett broke it down. And uh, the statistical proof that, to, to prove that, again, that is the case. We come back, I'm going to read this off to you guys and also, again, to, to Mike Vazan and get, and get his reaction to this. You're listening to the William Grant Family Distillers Friday Extravaganza. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Mike Vazan is with us until, uh, until 5. Uh, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. And boy, this, is a, this is a weekend where you better have some heat. Even if, look, I said it before, I like it cold. I like it cold in my house. A lot of times I don't have the heater on. This is a weekend where you have the heater on. And if you need help with your heating system, if it's not working, uh, if, you need an, uh, if you need an upgrade uh, for, with your heating system, or, again, just needed to get it uh, inspected, call my friends at Burkhart. They will be out to, to take care of you. 15 trucks to the field, 30-minute courtesy call. Doesn't matter what type of system or brand you have at your home. They're authorized to service all systems, all brands. And, of course, doing it uh, honestly, making sure, again, that you, you the customer, are taken care of. Again, 30-minute courtesy call, Nate Certified Technicians, truly a company can trust, Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heat. Don't go, don't go through the weekend freezing. Call my friends at Burkhardt. Let them get out there and get you up and running. That's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Inside New Orleans, if it's New Orleans sports, culture, food, Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher is talking about it. Weekdays at 4 on 1061 Nash Icon and available online anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by BioNTech and Pfizer. Come rain or shine, high winds or mild breezes, blue skies or gray, it's a great time to consider getting vaccinated against COVID 19. Sponsored by BioNTech and Pfizer. Still working an accident that's blocking the right lane on 10 westbound at the Bonnet Carry Spillway. And your delays are going to be heavy on 10 westbound 
right at the Bonnet Carey Spillway. In the meantime, the rest of the drive looks pretty good as far as uh, your interstates is concerned. No problems of any delays. However, look out for an accident eastbound right at the Harvey Tunnel and also look out for a fender bender two lane at South Claiborne. I'm Ed Robinson, broadcasting from the attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Ray Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Ray Stovall Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the field, and all employees are drug tested and background checked. Serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays, that's Ray Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. 504-373-5733. At Progressive, we're making things even easier. We'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you could save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. And I would do anything for love. Oh, I would do anything for love. I would do anything for love. But I won't do that. Oh. No, I won't do that. And some days it don't come easy. And some days it don't come Welcome back to the William Grant Family Distillers Friday Extravaganza. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Reach for a William Grant product. Meatloaf in the background, 
Michael Lee a day died today at 74. Again, Meatloaf again uh, will be playing his uh, his music as a tribute to Meat Meatloaf all afternoon long. Mike, know you're a big Meatloaf fan. Oh, the big Meatloaf man. He had some, not a lot, but he had some really uh, great songs that stood the test of time, huh? Oh, no doubt. Paradise no doubt. By the dashboard light. Come on. Yep. Uh, two out it? of three ain't bad. Let me sleep on it. Uh, and so we'll be hearing them all this afternoon. Michael, I do want to get into this ESPN article. Uh, and look, a lot. I'm going to have to say it. Over the last few years, I've kind of gotten this feeling the Saints just get the shaft with the officials. And that's why, again, I kind of, when I uh, put on social media last weekend, when they were talking about the horrible officiating in, in, in the first round of the NFL playoffs, and then again, there's this now call for full-time NFL officials. But again, the Saints have been getting screwed year after year after year. And uh, when, when the, the, the fans in New Orleans cry for full-time officials, they call us crybabies. Yeah. Uh, Mike, Mike uh, Trippett did the, the deep dive on this. You should go to ESPN and check out Mike's article um, in, in which, again, he talks about uh, that uh, the, when you look at since 2018, the Saints have finished 30th, 31st, 32nd, and tied for 31st in penalties called against their opponents, opponents both accepted and declined. Uh, Mike, uh, that's a trend, my friend. I mean, that's, that's not an anomaly. That's a trend. Yeah, especially when you when you look at teams. I mean, they've played, uh, and you think, "Wow, how is it that?" It's almost like what what uh, Will Wade said the other night when he said, "We took thirty seven shots in the paint, didn't get didn't get fouled once." Hmm. Right? How does that happen? Uh, come on, dude. We've all known it. It's obvious. It's obvious. And the guy, the guy uh, who who he got a quote from from the NFL officiating office. Saying that we we don't see Jersey, we just each play as its own universe. Come on, it's, yeah, it's, you're it's right. Crap. These guys are human. They know that Roger Goodell, in my mind, the last person he wants to see succeed and be in the Super Bowl is Sean Payton. And there's you don't have to say you don't have to give a direct order to referees to, without having them understand. What's understood, and all you gotta do is look at the Nola no call, worst call in the history of sports. Yep. And uh, oh no, there's no doubt. And then and, and also, Mike, out. let me say this: the the the, the fact uh, I go back even further. I think it comes at, at, from from the genesis of this comes from the Nola no call in a lot of cases, uh, because Peyton again went after the officials, was able to get that replay in for just a couple, what a season or two, uh, and then of course it was taken out. And I think officials, you know, like it or not, again they're human, subconscious. Uh, again, when, when you know. We saw every call go the way of the Saints in 2009. It seemed like every single call on the way of the Super Bowl. Since mm-hmm. then, it seems like it's been the complete opposite, especially when yeah. you get um, as, as egregious as the Nola no call was to keep them out the Super Bowl. Well, I think since uh, Viking and Gate, then since Bounty Gate. I think yep. since Bounty Gate, that's been, that's been the uh, turnaround. And, uh, you know, Peyton's been on a – I mean, look, no coach has been on a competition committee gets has gotten has treated as poorly as Peyton has gotten. I've never I've ever seen. And uh, you know it's funny how the the number one team through all those seasons is Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. the Steelers, huh? Uh, Rooney, uh, you know, glamour fran- 
franchise as far as the charter member or the NFL. So I, I look, I know human beings are human beings, whether they're referees or not. If there's a coach over there, they know they don't want, they don't want to see succeed. You look the other way, you call, like, look at the, now look at the penalty against the, the, the rough in the passer against Tennessee just when the Saints intercepted the ball in the end zone. Right. I mean, it, it's those types of calls that, and I don't know if Peyton calls the office and after the game and, and complains and whatever, but man, look, all you got to do is ask Emmanuel Sanders. When he played with the Saints for one season, he midway through the year, he's like, dude. Right. I've never seen a team get. We don't get a call. <laughs> we don't go get a, against them more right. than the Saints. And uh, he said, "I've been with a bunch of teams, and I've never seen this." Mm-hmm. Well, Mike, to so, your to your point, when you're normally when you're on just the history of the competition committee, when you're a coach on the competition committee, normally you're getting calls, right? I mean, they, 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 it just seems to fall that way, and it seemed yeah. to go the opposite way with with Sean Payton, especially after the Nola No call. Uh, which again, uh, there's, there's. I don't care what if you're a fan of what whatever team it is. There's, there's no way you can look at that play, and 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 not again realize that that was a foul should have been called. Uh, you know, we you, we've all looked at the, at the film over and over again in slow motion. Uh, just maybe one of the most egregious calls in the history of the NFL. No, the, no, the worst. The worst. No doubt. Let's Let's shift gears. LSU, uh, number one in terms of the transfer portal. And, uh, again, they got some really good news today, at least uh, at least via Twitter. Trevante Citizen uh, tweeted out a picture of himself in, in an LSU uniform. Of course, yeah. he's going to be in that, in that next um, – he's going to be uh, on the line for the National Signing Day, which, again, is, is just a couple weeks away, 11 days away. Um, your thoughts on what they've been able to do thus far in, in the transfer portal? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't put any credence in that tweet by Citizen. It could be a troll. It could be a tease. It could be whatever. Until he signed with LSU, I believe he's committed. Um, but I mean, listen, everyone wanted to panic when, when uh, Brian Kelly came in and started cleaning house. And long time LSU people were being let go, and LSU players were transferring and opting out. And, this and that, and uh, you, uh, me, Scotty, and a few other people were like, well, this is what change, this is what you wanted. This is what change looks like. Brian Kelly is cleaning house. And now you've seen the, you know, he brings in a, a Frank Wilson. He brings in, uh, now he brings in Hankton. He brought in this guy, Stevens, who I think is a, is a guy to watch. He's going to be the defense. He's going to be the coach and the cornerbacks this season, you know, and assistant hire after assistant hire, you're like, Oh, huh. He does know what he's doing. And let's just look at the transfer portal. Um, and it's not just, it's not like transfers used to be where a guy sits the bench for a year or two, he gets frustrated and transfers. Those guys usually go from an LSU to a, um, McNeese, you know, not to downgrade, but McNeese, but they go down a level in competition. Two defensive back starters from Arkansas, one was a captain transferred, another punter transferred. 
starters from smaller schools who've decided they want to take a, they want to see if they can compete at a higher level, transferred. So, and especially in Louisiana, how many draft choices, draft picks you've seen from the Louisiana Techs of the world, ULLs, go to the NFL and make it and play well, and, and, and in some cases, look, Peanut Tillman, for goodness sake, have really great maybe Hall of Fame careers. So LSU hitting the transfer portal the way it is, understanding, I think, that they know this is this is now going to be incorporated in, in the recruiting process. you got your high school kids, you got your transfers, you got your NIL. It's all in one bag now. And, um, again, when you look at just, again, the coaches he's brought in, top-notch. Uh, yeah. Now, again, the, 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 what they've been able to do in terms of the transfer portal looks pretty good for this upcoming uh, signing period. Uh, for a team that just a month ago uh, was, um, was pretty much on, on, on the brink of, uh, you know, wow. maybe having a horrible season next year, yeah. he has quickly turned this thing around for them. Uh, going forward, now look, I, I I do question again some of the kids coming from from ULL if they if they're SEC caliber. Uh, you know we'll, we'll see. Now again, I had Renee Nato on the TV show this week, and he told me again that uh, uh, those guys can play, those kids can play. Don't discount them just because they were ULL for a few years. Uh, they can play, and yeah. uh, he believes that this is going to be, uh, that, that again these these. Uh, uh, these guys that are coming through transfer portal are going to really uh, again backfill this this uh, this roster now. And then of course you got guys coming back like Ali Gay, Jay Ward, uh, you know Baskerville. All that helps. Brennan, sure, yeah, Brennan. I mean, I mean Miss Brennan White. Yeah, I mean, and then you still have your your, your national signing day coming up, and then if you can bring mm-hmm. in like a Travante Citizen and a couple other guys that are still out there, all of a sudden. What may have been a throwaway season next year, you may be looking at a non-ten win season. Uh, because listen, Brian Kelly's sixty years old; he's not in this for a three or four year rebuild. Now, right. I'm looking for year three for LSU to really be back as national powers. But um, I mean, you know, Brian Kelly's not coming in to go to the Citrus Bowl next year. You know no. what I'm saying? He's and and, and not, he, that. The What's expectations are championships again. I mean, that's why you brought him in. Uh, yeah, you know, again, yeah. I said it before. Closest thing to Nick Saban you're going to get in terms of setting no a foundation, a structure going forward. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm feeling better about Denbrock after, after again, reading today's article about what, he, what he's looking for in terms of the offense. He really goes with the talent that he has. Look, I'm, I've said it before. I'm not looking for Joe Brady, uh, Joe Brady's, uh, you know, I uh, got an air quotes offense, but I want to spread offense. I want to, I want to take advantage of the athletes coming out of Louisiana, and that's only right. going to give you a chance to be able to again, not just get the best quarterbacks coming out of Louisiana, but the best best quarterbacks coming out of the, in, in the nation uh, to be able to, uh, to come to LSU. So I'm hoping it's going to be a wide open offense and an attacking defense. The athletes that come out of out of out of Louisiana and the South. Uh, that will work perfect with within within those type of systems. I agree, and I, and I think I think Kelly knows that, and I think he's hired assistants and recruiters to to go out and get those guys. And um, and you know, I don't think it's going to be long before LSU's turned around and they're back, at least in position to to make another run like they did in nineteen. Yep. And, of course, look, you and I have talked about this on and off the air, the fact that this is a guy 
that, that, again, has ties to the Midwest. Has A lot of his coaches have ties to the Midwest. The one thing we don't grow here is big offensive linemen. They're going to start importing big offensive linemen, and that's all you're going to need to be able to compete with yeah. the Alabamas of the world. If there's one thing that has really hurt this program, where Alabama's been a, been a team that's been able to go nationally and be able to recruit the best offensive linemen, the best defensive linemen in the nation, uh, again, is the fact that, again, the offensive line has not been up to snuff uh, to be able to compete with Alabama year in, year out. And oh, I think that's going to change. 100%. And, um, you know, that's what Kelly's MO is. He likes to build. On the, on inside the line out. of scrimmage. Yep. And inside out. You're right. Let, let's shift gears to the divisional playoffs. Uh, I'm pulling for the Bengals all the way through. Bengals mm-hmm. take on the Titans tomorrow. Again, that's the 330 games, the first game. What do you think, Mike? Oh, heck yeah. I'm all in with the Bengals, man. I just can't chant that who day thing. I, I can't do it. Yeah, I'm but, not done. Uh, Come on, I'm not, I'm not going there. <laughs> but other than that, Joe Burrow is setting it on fire. And, um, you know, they have Tennessee this weekend, which, you know, could be a tall order. I mean, if you can, if their defense, which is a good defense, can keep Derrick Henry in check yep. and make them one-dimensional, the Titans, mm-hmm. uh, make Tannehill beat you, then I, I definitely think that they have a really good chance of going into to, to Nashville and winning. I went to Nashville for the Saints game, mm-hmm. and I know the playoffs is a whole new level of intensity. But I didn't find that that stadium to be all that loud. Uh, I mean, I, I felt like, yeah, this is a nice, it's a really beautiful stadium. Sure. But I didn't find it to be all that intimidating as far as noise. And I think they do a lot of things to try to get the fans pumped up. They, they have a lot of, uh, let's just say, encouraging to try to make, get sure. the fans to make noise. You know, but um, I definitely think that, I mean, the only thing would would be weather, and it's not like they're not used to cold weather. I mean, they're in Cincinnati, for goodness sake. Yep. 49ers taking on the Packers. Speaking of weather, that could be an issue. That's a, that is a 7-15 uh, uh, kickoff uh, in Green Bay. Your thoughts? Yeah. I don't know. I think it would be tough for them to go into Green Bay and beat the Packers. Uh, but stranger things have happened in Lambeau Field. I mean, I'm not, I don't think the Green Bay Packers are invincible there. Uh, but I don't know. Garoppolo almost gave that game away last week. Right. He was trying so hard. I mean, and all he had to do was let his the guy in motion get set before he called for the ball, and he didn't have the discipline to do that. So, um, you know, I think they, the 49ers pretty much uh, maxed it out last week going into Dallas and beating them. I think it'd be tough to go into Green Bay right after they just went into Dallas and do the same thing, especially with, with Aaron Rodgers. Um, mm-hmm. You're not playing, you're not exactly playing Dak Prescott again. Yep. First first game on Sunday is Rams Bucks. That's at 2 o'clock in Tampa. Your thoughts? Well, I hope to have an earthquake at the stadium and neither team can play <laughs> before the fans arrive, right? Right. And they both have to forfeit because I can't stand either one. I'm never – you never say, let me pull for the Rams over this team unless it's Atlanta. But um, – and I don't want the Bucks to win, of course. I mean, you know, it is, to me it's a – it's a game I have zero interest in other than the fact that 
I think Tampa will win because at home and I don't, and LA's been playing poorly, even though they played well last week. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think uh, they've been playing poorly going into the playoffs. So comes down, I think comes down to the Rams defense, Mike. If the Rams defense can put pressure on Brady, much like the Saints did, uh, they can make them ordinary. I mean, that's what it comes. If they can get some inside pressure on Brady, that's going to be yeah. the tail of the game. Okay, if they can't, oh, then Brady's going to eat them up. Yeah, and that that. And, and I mean, all I have to do is look at the Saints' game plan against them. Right. They do have the defensive players to, to be they, able to They do have that. the interior players to do it. Yeah, oh, no doubt. Do. So, listen, it's not going to break my heart if the Rams beat the Bucks, but it's not going to break my heart if the Bucks beat the Rams because right. I don't want either one of these teams to advance. Just a couple minutes left. Bills uh, at the Chiefs, your thoughts? I like uh, – I did this. I did this to myself last year, and I picked the Bills. But I like the Bills, man. I, I like their defense. I like they play complimentary football. I think they play. Now, Edward Tiller is back this week, and so and so so is um, is Williams. So they'll have a full backfield this yeah. week. Well, what I what I but what I do like about them is, um, like I said, they're physical. They're built for cold weather. Um, they have their their quarterback. It's just as athletic as Kansas City's, so uh, I mean it's going to be a great game. And you know they they went. I think it was last year when they went to Kansas City and got really they got beat pretty badly. Maybe it was that was last year. So um, I'm a pick the Bills, man. I, I just feel like you know they could be the team that makes it all the way. There you go. Mike, tell the folks about the podcast, about your blog, and also, again, about uh, your own personal podcast as well. Hot Up the Bench with Scott Craig and myself on the podcast app, Spotify, uh, Apple, and other platforms, uh, Fizano Football on the Anchor app, which automatically uploads to Spotify. So, um, you know, the, and the same, the blog, Fizano Football. So, um, drafts could be coming up, and yep. I'm already getting uh, getting my mock draft lined up. Beautiful. Always look forward to that. You've had a couple Saints picks over the last few years that have panned out. Uh, one uh, case in point, Paulson Adebo. Paulson Adebo, my guy, and uh, yeah, and Trey Hendrickson was my yep my pick uh, a few years my, ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and uh, they picked them. It was the same pick. It was like. You know, to the pick. Yep. So they need to listen to me more, man. Well, I, I think they ought to hire you. As a matter of fact, should. I'm putting in a word for you hey, as soon as I get on the break. If Jeff Allen leaves, I could I could cut him a great deal. I know I you could. You pay me one tenth of what they pay him, and I'd be happy as a, you know what, a pig. There you go. What? <laughs> there you go. Mike Fazan with us each and every week. Mike, thanks for the time. Hi, right, my brother. Always fun. All righty. Uh, hey, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt. You're in the market for a generator. They are the generator sales and service experts. Financing available generators. You can pay that over time. Uh, they'll sit down with you, do a consultation, find out again what you're looking for in terms of generator to power up your home or, or your business, and then they'll put you on the calendar for a single day install. A warehouse that's fully stocked with all the parts you need for a generator. So, again, when they say 24-7, 365 emergency service, that means they'll be out there to get you up and running again. That new install quality check is what they do for everything they install for their customers it's part of their customer service regiment and of course truly a company can trust when it comes to generator sales and service that's burkhart acpromise.com acpromise.com hi eric asher i'm here with my good friend mike delahousie of the tiktok cafe hey eric 
17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free. Intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Oceana Grill, Bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family-friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans Best Burgers, Poor Boys Muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at francescadeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If you have any problems with your heating system, you can trust Burkhardt to be there right away and get you back up and running. And if you know you need to replace that heating system this year, you can trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect and get the job done right. And you can always trust Burkhardt to give you a fair price. For heating this year, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. A new year comes with new excitement, new ambitions, new milestones. Is this the year you pop the question, have a child? Celebrate a major anniversary. At Diamonds Direct, we're here for you, now more than ever. With our vast selection of exquisite hand-picked diamonds, our world-renowned designer jewelry collections, our industry-leading warranties and guarantees, and our people. People with a passion for helping you mark any occasion with something that's both meaningful and timeless. And our commitment to providing exceptional value is stronger than ever in the new year. Whether you're just starting out on a tight budget or whether you're splurging on that 30th anniversary gift, Diamonds Direct will make sure you get the price that you expect from America's premier direct diamond importer. Welcome to a new year and welcome to Diamonds Direct, where extreme value combines with the ultimate luxury shopping experience to create that truly magical moment for the milestones in your life. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. On Severn Avenue, across from Lakeside Mall. Tackle your worst cold and flu symptoms with Max Strength NyQuil Severe. The nighttime sniffling, sneezing, coughing, sore throat, stuffy head, aching fever, best sleep with a cold, medicine. Use as directed. Find it in the cold and flu aisle at a Walmart near you. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. And all I can do is keep on telling you I want you. I want you. I'm 
Welcome back to the William Grant Family Stillers Friday Extravaganza. Reach for a William Grant product. This weekend is, again, the chill is in the air. I want to thank Mike Vazan for joining us on the program, Hot Off the Bench Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Coming up in the hour number two, Chris Gordy will join us along with Les Cease. Stick around, won't you? Anytime, anywhere. Smartphone, tune in radio app. We are 1061 Nash Icon, WRKN, Picayune, New Orleans. Delahousie, the TikTok Cafe. What you say to Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike, did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24 hour diner? Hey, bud, no, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man, you know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. Then why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton. For punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10, better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If you have any problems with your heating system, you can trust Burkhardt to be there right away and get you back up and running. And if you know you need to replace that heating system this year, you can trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect and get the job done right. And you can always trust Burkhardt to give you a fair price. For heating this year, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Just give 
kind of party. I like this kind of party, baby. Two of the William Grant family of Stella's Friday Extravaganza. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Thanks so much for being there. 106.1 FM NASH Icon, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app. Of course, on the World Wide Web at NASH FM 106.1 and also um, ericasher.com. iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app. Uh, free downloads on for these mobile apps. Uh, they're really, really great apps just to begin with. Uh, but you can take the show with you anywhere. You can even, again, catch the podcast on, on both of those apps. And speaking of the podcast, we are everywhere. Anchor's our home base, but we're on your favorite podcasting platform. Hey, check out the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports tonight. Uh, there's a rebroadcast at 9 o'clock on Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on WLAE, 2 a.m. on The Deuce, WLA-TV2, and 5 p.m. on Saturday afternoon on Pelican Sports Television. Renee Nato of CrestedCitySports.com was my guest. He broke down the uh, transfer portal for both LSU and Tulane. Uh, he also, again, we talked a lot about the Saints. I went into college basketball talking uh, UNO, LSU, Pelican, uh, uh, UNO, LSU, Tulane, uh, Loyola, uh, and then, of course, the Pelicans as well. So pretty full show. Uh, you can catch that on online at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram, always on the WLA TV YouTube page, and it'll be up on ericasher.com uh, very soon. I want to thank uh, Mike Vazan for joining us in the first hour. This hour, Chris Gordy, Locked on SEC Podcast, will join us. We'll double dip with him. We'll talk about LSU and, again, the, the uh, transfer portal, what's coming up in terms of, again, the, uh, uh, the National Signing Day, uh, the, uh, the addition of the coaches to the LSU staff, but then we're also going to talk about the divisional playoffs as well. We'll get his take on, again, um, his thoughts on who, uh, who will come out victorious uh, and, uh, this weekend and go into the conference championships. Uh, the lessees will join us at the bottom of the hour. We will touch on divisional championships, but we'll talk Saints, uh, L- uh, Saints, Pelicans, and college basketball with him. So we're looking forward to that. That's 535. And, of course, today's program brought to you by my good friends uh, at the William Grant uh, uh, Family of Spirit. Uh, just again, a, a great lineup of spirits for you. Um, it's Mardi Gras season. Uh, a lot of folks going to be uh, coming over to the to your house for the Mardi Gras. You got to got to restock that liquor cabinet. Maybe again, you're heading out to the parades. Uh, it, this weekend, again, with all the great games and a lot of people wanting to stay in because of the because of the chilly temperatures, great time to be able to, again, restock that liquor cabinet with, again, the fantastic spirits that, that are created by William Grant. Henry's Gin, Malago Tequila, Reka Vaca, hottest spirits on the market, different play, uh, flavor profile than you've ever tasted with those particular spirits. Uh, get out there and try one. I've said it before. Uh, the, the airplane bottles, the little small bottles are now available in the state of Louisiana. They're now legal. And if you don't want to go out and splurge for for again a uh, a fifth of, of of one of our great spirits then look take go just try one of the small bottles taste those and then again that'll bring you back to your store so again you can stock up on the william grant products like our all-star lineup of scotches uh, glenfinnick scotch whiskey the balvini scotch whiskey grant's blended scotch whiskey and monkey shoulder single malt 
all award-winning scotches. Again, you ask a, a scotch drinker about uh, about uh, their favorite scotches, uh, they're going to come back around to, again, the uh, the portfolio of William Grant. Uh, some of the best scotches made in the entire world, uh, again, that are made, uh, again, from the uh, stills uh, of William Grant. And then, of course, I'm, I'm reading uh, over, the, over the last few days that uh, the, the other Irish whiskey, they, they're, they're, again, they're dry. There are none in the city of New Orleans for the upcoming Mardi Gras. It is a great time to try Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. It's with the Irish drink, fantastic Irish whiskey for you. If you're an Irish whiskey drinker and you're, you're thinking, man, I, I need my Irish whiskey for the um, upcoming parades, man, reach, reach for a bottle of Tullamore Dew. Every bottle of Sailor Jerry rum purchased in Louisiana, portion of those proceeds go to the Gott Foundation, www.gottourtroops.org, taking care of those who have, t- who have taken care of us. Uh, active military, retired military members and their families uh, can get help. Uh, when when, when things are going tough for them, like, again, uh, living expenses, rent, mortgage payments, utility bills, insurance premium, even necessary home repairs. Uh, over $200,000 in financial aid has been given out by the Gott Foundation, www.gotourtroops.org. Again, in order to qualify, you have to be a, um, a family member of, or, or, or a member of the um, active member of the military, retired member of the military, or a family member. Uh, again, that fund is out there to be able to give direct aid. Uh, and if you buy a bottle of Sailor Jerry rum, a portion of those proceeds go to the God Foundation to continue to be able to give back to those that have given so much to us. And look, it's a great weekend for Sailor Jerry rum. Uh, if you're going to do a hot toddy, maybe again, you're, you're, you're going to be doing hot chocolate around the house uh, in front of the fireplace, uh, a little bit of Sailor Jerry rum in that will just make it just dynamite for you. And of course, don't forget about Florida Kanye Nicaraguan rum as well as uh, the, uh, the, the bourbon portfolio, Fistful of Bourbon, and also Hudson Bourbon, all part of the portfolio of William Grant. Proud sponsors of our program for years now on a Friday. And coming soon, uh, again, we'll have, a, um, uh, we'll have some really good news about uh, uh, another sponsorship from our William Grant um, friends. And, of course, uh, good friend George Loriana, Republic Beverage. Uh, we appreciate those guys being part of our program. All right, uh, just about, do we have him yet, um, Rudy? You want to give him a call now? We're ready to go. Beautiful. Rudy, Rudy's back there, already ready to go. Joining us on the program now, good friend of mine. Did a great job when he was when he was doing New Orleans radio. I, I, he's one of my go-to guys when it comes to the SEC, uh, NFL. Uh, just well-read and, and, of course, does a great job uh, on his podcast, Locked on SEC Podcast. New Orleans' own Chris Gordy from Rumble High School, LSU. He joins us on the program. Chris, how you doing, bud? Hey, what's going on, Eric? Yeah, as much as, you know, me or Larry Holder or Ed Daniels would like to claim we're the, you know, most famous people to, to go to Archbishop Rummel, this weekend we get not one but two Archbishop Rummel guys in the NFL playoffs, Jamar Chase against Christian Fulton. How about that? Yep, I'll tell you what. That, uh, anyway, we got a, we got another Rumble Raider back at studio. His name is Rudy Dixon, so I'm, I am outnumbered as of right now. <laughs> Got to represent. You know that song, don't you? It, it sounds Absolutely. like Della fight song, doesn't it? <laughs> Way classier than Della Right there, you go. Um, let, let's let's go into divisional playoffs first. I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, first of all, let's talk about that Bengals Titan matchup. Uh, and then I want to get into, again, you had a great interview with, again, a signee for LSU. We'll get into the transfer report, all that's coming up. But let's take the NFL first. Your thoughts on that Bengals-Titans game? Yeah, I mean, look, it, it, I keep going back and forth, Eric, because it's always your head versus your heart. My heart says, man, Joe Burrow, this guy is fearless. This guy is 
you know, it's so funny how, how well they played last week. It, it felt very much like they'd never been here before, so they don't know any better. You know, they just went out there, and the stage was not too big for Joe Burrow or Jamar Chase, and they performed well. And, yeah, the Raiders made it close and made it interesting there late, but you know, I just felt like there were times where the Bengals left extra points out there, and it really should have been a blowout. Uh, now they go into Nashville, the number one seed, the Tennessee Titans. They get Derrick Henry back. You know, how good a shape is he in? Is he ready to be the Derrick Henry of old? I, I think what it boils down to, Eric, is at the end of the day, do you trust Ryan Tannehill to win you a, a football game in the playoffs if it comes down to that? And I think the answer is no. You know, Julio Jones, they gave up so many pieces to go get him in the offseason, and man, he didn't score his first touchdown until week week 18 in the playoff uh, or in the regular season. It was unbelievable how much of a non-factor he was for them this whole season. So, Man, they got to go out there. They got to get a good start. You know, if you take an early lead, I, I would really like the Bengals to, to pull this one off. Uh, Joe Mixon, one of the most underrated running backs in the mm-hmm. NFL. I think up front defensively, Trey Hendrickson, those guys, they can get enough pressure and get it done. But, again, if uh, if they find themselves in a hole and the Titans can play keep away and just eat clock with Derrick Henry, then, you know, of course they're going to win. But, um, man, I, I would not count out Joe Burrow and the Bengals in this one at all. 49ers at Green Bay uh, taking on the uh, on the Packers. Your thoughts on, on, on that matchup? Yeah, the easy answer is, I mean, Aaron Rodgers had a phenomenal season. You know, nobody can guard Devontae Adams. Uh, their defense is so much improved in the past couple of years. Matt LaFleur has done a really good job overall as the head coach. But And then you look at the numbers uh, on how Aaron Rodgers has really struggled against the 49ers in, uh, you know, in the regular season and in postseason matchups. Mm-hmm. And, it's just one of those that you look at and say, you know, what am I, what am I missing here? You know, why, why, why would I not pick the Packers to win big? And again, the history of that franchise against Aaron Rodgers is why. I think D'Amico Ryan has done a fantastic job as a defensive coordinator there. They, they've got it done, Eric, with like no superstars on that defense. Like Fred mm-hmm. Warner's good. Like they got some good pieces, but by no means like superstars like they used to have. So, um, the, you know, it's almost like you're getting it done with smoke and mirrors. But, you know, look, you can't doubt Green Bay at home in the playoffs in the frozen tundra. So I'm picking them. But, man, would it surprise me if the 49ers could keep this one close? Kyle Shanahan has been there, done that. He's gotten to a Super Bowl before. He knows the formula to do it. Uh, they can run the ball with Mitchell from uh, ULL. He's had a fantastic sure. season. So uh, that one should be a good one. I expect all the playoff games this weekend to be pretty close, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I do too. Rams uh, at the Bucks. Uh, we found out today that Whitworth's not going to play uh, for the uh, for, for the Rams. Uh, but your thoughts on this game? Yeah, the big news was Tristan Wirfs was back at practice today with the uh, mm-hmm. with the Bucks. Um, no no boot on his foot, which is a good sign. I don't know if he's going to be able to go or not, but uh, at least that's a good sign because everybody thought last week when he left the game that oh that's it he's done. So you know, look, I think. Tom Brady has done a really good job of setting the tone this week. He complained about how, you know, that they've, uh, he's gotten hit a lot and there have not been a whole lot of roughing the passer calls going his way this season. That was a message sent to the referees that, hey, Aaron mm. Donald and those big guys up front, if they're getting after me and hitting me a half a second late, you better throw the, you better throw the flag, you better call the foul. So I thought that was pretty genius to Tom Brady to kind of lay the foundation there, but I mean, Brady's been so good since he's gotten there. Um, you know, his one Achilles heel has been good pass rushes. We saw the Saints multiple times this year and yes. last year get after Brady with Cam Jordan and company and, and make it really difficult on him. So 
I think we'll know early on. You know, if the Rams are getting after it and they're disrupting him and they're forcing some three and outs, the Bucks could be in trouble. But come on, we can't go against Tom Brady in the playoffs at home. He's just been so good. And as much as it pains me to say that the Bucks are, you know, probably going back to the NFC Championship game, I th- game again. I think they are. You know, uh, and, I, and I had Mike Vassan on a little bit earlier. And look, the, the, the key to success, we know this, is to get an interior pass rush on on on, uh, on Brady. And to me, one of the teams that has the ability to be able to do that is the Rams. That, that, to me, is going to be the key to the game. Can they get an interior pass rush? If they do, Brady can seem pretty ordinary, even if it is the playoffs. Yeah, and Aaron Donald's the, the best in the, in the country. I do a daily show with uh, Andy Kalu, the former NFL defensive lineman, and he, he just gushes every day over watching Aaron Donald and you know, basically watching a film on him. I mean, he says he can go inside, he can go outside, he can do it all. He is such a disruptor. We know, you know, he got after Drew Brees a couple of years ago, and that's where Drew Brees, you know, tore the, the ligament in his hand and uh, ended up missing a handful of games. So, yeah, he is such a disruptor. Uh, Brady's got to get the ball out quick. It sounds like Leonard Fournette's going to be back in this one. And, you know, mm-hmm. we talk about Leonard as a runner, but Leonard has been such a good pass catcher there. He really yes. helps Brady being that safety valve. Remember in New England, he had James White, mm-hmm. all these different guys that could be the pass catcher out of the backfield. And, Leonard fills that role so well. So, yeah, it's going to be really important. If Leonard's back and playing this week, he's going to have to be that safety valve and, and be that dump-off guy for Brady. Bills and Chiefs on Sunday, 5.30 kickoff. Your thoughts on that game? Yeah, I mean, look, you can't discount how good the Bills have been this year. Josh Allen's had a fantastic year. Their defense is really good. Even without Tredavious White, uh, they've still been pretty stifling. We saw that last week. But here's my problem with the Chiefs at home. And granted, the Chiefs' defense has not been very good overall this year. They've given up a lot of points, a lot of yards, and you know, at times can't get stops when they needed to. But it's that offense at home with Patrick Mahomes. I mean, Derek, Eric, I'm watching Sunday night. The, the Steelers get a return for a touchdown. They're up 7 nothing with about five minutes to go before halftime. If you went to the bathroom and came back, it was 21-7 to that quickly, Chiefs. If you went to the bathroom or ran to get gas and came back for the start of the second half, it was 35-7 to before you realized it. I mean, that's how quick the Chiefs can score. They can score in bunches very quickly because you have Tyreek Hill, you have Travis Kelce, you have all these dangerous weapons. Sounds like Clyde Edwards-Dealer is going to be back this week, too. So, man, I just can't go against the Chiefs at home. Despite the Bills being a really good team, Josh Allen's had a fantastic year, but Man, I can't go against my homes at home. There you go. Uh, one of the things that Chris is involved in is Locked On SEC Podcast. Before we move on, tell us about it. Yeah, uh, LockedOnSEC.com, the easiest way to get uh, to get the podcast. And we've been catching up with a lot of current players around the SEC the past couple of weeks. Uh, earlier this week, I caught up with Dakarian Joyner from South Carolina. He's the guy who was a wide receiver who ended up starting a quarterback for South Carolina in the bowl game in the Dukes-Mayo Bowl and beat North Carolina. It was a tremendous story, and I don't know if you've ever seen the video. The video of his postgame interview went viral because he was in tears, kind of crying. Yes. And a lot of people were saying, hey, don't tell me bowl games don't mean anything. Look at this kid's emotion. So, tremendous story for him. He's coming back, and South Carolina's got some tremendous weapons coming in there next year, like Spencer Radler from Oklahoma and a bunch of other mm-hmm. guys. So, had that one earlier this week, but today's episode, we had Joe Fouché, the new defensive back, coming over from Arkansas to, uh, to LSU, a New Orleans native, talked about Frank Wilson, how important he was in getting him back to LSU, and his teammate Greg Brooks coming with him from Arkansas. So, man, when you hear him talk, you really start to see 
you know, how much it means for these kids to come back home and play for the home state of Louisiana and wear that LSU across their chest. So really good interview with Joe Fouché. I'd encourage all you guys to go look it up at Locked on SEC. There you go. Let's talk a little bit about the transfer portal. Uh, There's some service out there that is ranking, again, the teams that are involved in the transfer portal. LSU was ranked number one. Uh, Your thoughts on how Brian Kelly has done thus far with the transfer portal? Well, look, he took so much criticism because of how he left Notre Dame. But the reality of the situation is with the early signing period, that's how you got to do it. I mean, you, you got to leave when you, when you can leave, you got to leave your current job as quickly as possible to get to the new one. And he was able to do a pretty good job and, and get a couple of big name recruits in there, solidify the guys like Walker Howard and a couple of the big offensive linemen and, and do a pretty good job. But at the end of the day, I think he looked at it and said, man, even with the second signing period coming up in February, we're not going to be able to put together a full class. So the best thing you got going right now is hitting that transfer portal and try to get some kids with, a lot of experience, not just just to add depth, but to add guys who can actually play, difference makers who are going to come in and start from day one. And I think that's what they've done a great job of with this transfer portal so far. I believe 11 signees so far. Yeah, they got a punter. Yeah, they got a long snapper. But to me, the Joe Fouché, the, the Greg Brooks, um, you know, those guys, the Makai Wingo, the big defensive lineman from Missouri, I think he instantly fills in on the interior rotation of your defensive line. Uh, you got to love what they've done. Kyron Lacey, the wide receiver who led ULL in touchdown receptions last season, he's coming in to compete for that wide receiver spot. Uh, I still think they need to add another corner or two, and if you pay attention to the reports out there, there's a kid at Oklahoma State they're looking at. Uh, today there's a kid from uh, Houston that just put his name in the transfer portal. He's one I would keep an eye on. So they're going to keep looking because, uh, you know, they still got spots to fill and you know, maybe they'll get one or two or three big names at the actual signing day, you know, come February. But I think they're keeping their eye on the transfer portal. And anybody who wants to tell you, Eric, that, oh, this is a rebuild, this is going to take a couple of years, I would say maybe back off that, that you know, that notion because I, I really do think Brian Kelly's got an opportunity here to hit the ground running. When you talk about Miles Brennan coming back, when you talk about the retooling of this offensive line that Brad Davis is doing with the incoming right. recruits and the guys from the transfer portal like – there's no reason to think LSU can't be a seven, eight win team next year. And you know, if you're thinking that that's low expectations, I mean, look, they just come coming off a six and seven season. So most people out there, I, I saw, you know, the national people kind of predicting a six and six type season, but right. I think they can be better than that. And certainly a lot's going to be told that first week that that game against Florida state in new Orleans week one, if they can win that one, I think they got a real chance to start the season five and zero. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I, I really think this is an eight-win team next year just on paper right now. Now, again, they've got some work to do yet. You know, they bring, they bring in Miles Frazier. He's going to help on the offensive line, the transfer portal. This is a big weekend in terms of, again, Louisiana kids going up to Baton Rouge uh, to be able to solidify, the, again, the national signing class that will be coming up, what, in 11 days. Uh, so, uh, look, he's done a nice job in a very short period of time of, again, with all the defections that they had on this roster to be able to backfill that and uh, it'll be interesting to see again how these guys some of these guys can play in the sec but again some you know have played in the sec and they're gonna have the ability to be able to transfer right in and and be able to help lsu yeah that was one of the things i asked joe fouche today i said has, has it been discussed what role you guys are going to play and he said man i'm i see myself as being penciled in right in free safety and he said greg brooks i think is going to play that slot play be that nickel corner and i started thinking like 
man, these guys, they're already talking, you know, what position they're playing with the coaching staff already. I mean, we're in January and we're already talking about that. So I think it's great. And I think Brian Kelly and his staff, look, Matt House isn't even there yet, the defensive coordinator. He's going to be coaching the Chiefs this weekend. But I, I think it's fantastic because they're already talking about exactly what roles these guys are going to fill already. And, uh, man, it, it will be really interesting come the fall exactly how this team looks and, you know, you mentioned the guys coming in this weekend. Trevante Citizen is a monster one who will be on campus just because, you know, we've become so synonymous with LSU. They've always had stud running backs. And Noah Kane coming in from Penn State, he's a big mm-hmm. one. I think he's going to contribute immediately. What's the status on John Emery? You know, expect, right. hopefully he can get his grades and all that in order. But, man, you lose Ty Davis-Price. You know, we're used to LSU going three, four deep sometimes at running back. So if they can get Citizen in there and be in that mix, that will be huge going into next season. And Ali Gay coming back, Baskerville coming back, Jay Ward coming back. That all helps as well. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe that. You know, I talked to somebody last week who said, look, if they can get two of those three guys back from Jay Ward, Micah Baskerville, and Ali Gay, they said that's a win. Well, they got all three. So I think that's, uh, that's outstanding. And, you know, I talked about the weakness in the secondary, you know, particularly the corners. And don't get me wrong, you're nowhere near where you were with, with Eli Ricks and Derek Stingley and all the great names you've had at corner. But front seven, I, I think LSU's got a chance to be one of the best in the mm-hmm. SEC when you talk about Ali Gay coming back and mm-hmm. you know all the interior guys up front, Mason Smith, Makai Wingo, who I just said is coming in as a transfer, Jacoby and Guillory. I mean, they are so uh, loaded up front. I think they're going to get after it. And, uh, you know, even the linebacker play with Mike Jones and Michael Baskerville back, that allows you some – some, uh, you know, leniencies where you work in some of the younger guys like Greg Penn and some of the more in, inexperienced guys yep. there. So I think uh, I think front seven has a chance to be really, really good for LSU next year. And, and I was very encouraged to read Wilson Alexander's article today in The Advocate talking about Den Brock and the fact that he kind of, again, looks at the personnel that he has and tailors his offense to the person personnel. I want to see a spread offense. Yes, I want to be able to run the ball. You have to run the ball effectively in the SEC to, 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 to be a top team. But I want to be able to see the ability to be able to get that ball downfield. And hopefully, again, that's something he's going to bring to the table. So many great, well, great athletes that come out of Louisiana at the wide receiver position, the running back position. Uh, you know, ultimately, again, that, that will lead to, again, bringing in the best quarterbacks in the nation if you're playing a system in which they can showcase their skills to the NFL. Yeah, and I'm really buying into Miles Brennan. I know we promoted on your show a couple weeks ago. I had him on my podcast, and right. man, he's so confident and ready to go and be that leader. You know, he's been nipped with the injury bug, whether on the field, off the field. I think he's a guy who's ready to show what he can do this year. When Miles Brennan was starting, you know, go back and think of that Mississippi State game where the defense was god awful, but he still threw for you know 400 yards in that game. The game at Missouri, they threw for a ton of yards. I mean. I think Miles Brennan is really ready to step up. And, man, I can't, can't over, overstress how big it is to get Kayshawn Bouti back. Stress, uh, or, or shout out to the you know, lawyer in, uh, or attorney in Baton Rouge who stepped up and gave him the NIL deal to keep sure. him in place because that is such a monster deal to keep him back in an LSU uniform. But, man, from Jack Besh to Malik Neighbors to all these young guys that came on last year, I really do think LSU is going to be able to stretch the field and, and yep. move the football. Again, a lot depends on the retooling of this offensive line, but sure. man, they couldn't have done better through the transfer portal with recruits that I, I mean, it's crazy to say, Eric, because they brought back all their alignment last year, but there's a chance this O-line is better than the one we just had, and that's saying something. 
especially with the additions they're bringing in right now. And then I think the future of the offensive line is very bright with Brian Kelly here. Uh, you know, we know, again, his ties to the Midwest. Uh, they grow him big in the Midwest. That's where, again, he'll probably go to get his offensive lineman. Uh, I'm excited about the prospects of the future. And, and normally I'm not a fan of retaining coaches from a prior staff. You know, whenever you hire right. a new guy, I always mm-hmm. think you should, you know, make your new hires. But let's be honest. Sure. Brian Kelly sat down with Brad Davis, and Brad Davis wowed him enough to say, all right, you're staying. And so sure. you know, I, I look no further than the Arkansas line, how good they were this year. Brad Davis mm-hmm. built that offensive line there. And you mentioned it, Brian Kelly always at Notre Dame had dominant offensive line. Oh. So, man, I know the priority number one this spring is going to be focusing on that, and I think they're going to, they're going to get it done. Yeah, so do I. Uh, you have an excellent podcast. Tell the folks about it again. You had a great, great interview uh, uh, with, uh, with uh, the, the former Arkansas uh, uh, defensive back, uh, now just now LSU signee. Give us the whole, uh, uh, the whole layout on, again, how folks can find it, how folks can follow you on social media, and, of course, how can folks can check out the interview as well. Yeah, just wherever you find your podcast, search Locked on SEC, or, you know, it's easy. Just go to LockedOnSEC.com, and it'll show you. You can find it wherever you get your podcast, Spotify, iHeart, all the different platforms. But, uh, yeah, Joe Fouché, uh, New Orleans zone. You know, when you listen to the interview, you're going to go, okay, that guy's got a New Orleans accent. I can recognize <laughs> it from anywhere. Uh, tre- tremendous young guy. And, man, I'm really excited to see what he's going to do this year. And, by the way, it is Fouché. I've heard everything from Fouché to Fouché. Man, I'm telling you, that's one of the reasons. I didn't want to butcher it. I didn't want to butcher it, Chris. <laughs> it's a New Orleans word. Come on, Fouché, let's go. There you go. Thanks, Chris. At Chris Gordy on, on Twitter? Absolutely, yeah. Follow me on Twitter. I was at the uh, A&M Kentucky basketball game the other night, Eric, and I filmed right. the Aggie halftime show, and the, the video went viral. I'm still getting tons of retweets and all this on it. Uh, yeah, let's just say they're a little bit different over at College Station. And, just a bit. Uh, man, it's, 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 a, it's a weird situation. How they're getting the number one recruiting class with what they got going on at College Station. A little backwoods stuff going on there. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Thanks, Chris. Have a wonderful weekend, my friend. We'll talk soon. Hey, Tyler. Chris Gordy, again, Locked On SEC Podcast, at Chris Gordy on Twitter. Hey, don't forget about Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie, one-stop shop for all your automotive need, including, again, the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area. Something for everyone's budget. Doesn't matter what you drive. They got you covered. And, of course, don't forget, again, if you're looking for a, a um, mechanic shop you can trust, especially if your car's out of warranty, and, you know, I mean, that has the latest diagnostic equipment, the same as the dealerships, uh, ASC certified technicians, same as the dealerships. But, again, it's family-owned and operated. So, again, they're, they're standing behind their work. I've said it over and over again. There's no way that, again, they, a business stays around in New Orleans since 1972 unless you're treating your customers right. The Piazza family have had Southern Tire since 1972, and, again, folks just keep coming back over and over again because of the customer service they receive. And, and of course, again, the, uh, the, the fair pricing they get as well. Uh, remember, tires and wheels up to 30 inches, financing available. Uh, don't forget about your damaged rims. They can repair that for you as well. And the vehicle is not working well and you need to bring it to the shop, you can feel very, you can feel very, very comfortable uh, in, again, trusting the, uh, my friends over at Southern Tire. Open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3, 504-737-1558. Or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services they provide for their customers. Owned by the Piazza family. Since 1972, Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. New Orleans Country, 106.1 Nash Icon. 
is once again your home for New Orleans Privateers basketball. Tune in to Jude Young for all the action as UNO takes on top-rated college basketball teams, including local rivals and Southland Conference foes, in their quest to win championships and return to the NCAA tournament. All season long, set sail with the UNO Privateers on New Orleans Country 106.1 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Taco Bell's new double steak grilled cheese burrito coated with melty cheese will leave you speechless. So get to Taco Bell and pick one up today at participating U.S. Taco Bell locations for a limited time only. Double the steak claim as compared to the steak quesadilla. Look out for an accident on the 610 on the westbound side at the Elysian Fields on-ramp. And in the meantime, look out for delays that are steady on 10 westbound from Loyola to just before the Bonnet Carey Spillway. In the meantime, delays are steady on the westbound side of the Pontchartrain Expressway from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. And look out for accidents Conti at North Carrollton, also South Muro at South Claiborne, and Teledano at South Claiborne. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Oceana Grill, Bourbon and Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Come rain or shine, high winds or mild breezes, blue skies or gray, it's a great time to consider getting vaccinated against COVID-19. Brought to you by BioNTech and Pfizer. 
Mecca with William Grant Femme Distillers Friday Extravaganza. Meatloaf in the background. Meatloaf dies at 74. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. If you're in the market for a new air conditioner heating system, call Burkhart. They are the experts. Authorize yourself from the top brands in the industry. And, of course, the service after the sale is impeccable. Uh, again, Nate certified technician, highest certification you can get in the industry. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call. And, of course, when they're installing your system, treating your home or your business like their own. Uh, again, um, uh, if you're looking for a company you can truly trust, uh, when you're in the market for a new air conditioner heating system, think Burkhart, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. It is the William Grant Family Distillers Friday Extravaganza. Reach for a William Grant product. Uh, whether you're heading out to your favorite spirit store, whether you're heading out to your favorite watering hole, or going out maybe uh, to dinner, grabbing some drinks, demand William Grant products. All right. Uh, thanks to Chris Gordy, Locked On SEC Podcast, for joining us. Now award-winning journalist. Uh, from Saturday Down South and CrestCitySports.com. Uh, my good friend Les East joins us on the program. Les, how are you? Doing well, Eric. How are you? Doing great, Les. Uh, staying warm, my friend? Trying to, but uh, it's, it's a little chilly out there. It's just a little bit chilly for those of us that live down in South Louisiana, isn't it? Well, the good news is we're supposed to have sunshine tomorrow. They had originally forecasted uh, just a horrible weekend with, uh, you know, sleet and, and uh, maybe some snow on, on, on the North Shore and, you know, down here just being that yucky New Orleans damp winter. Uh, but it looks like tomorrow we might have a, have a beautiful day to go along with the cold, which, uh, which, again, I don't mind. And when it's like this and damp, this is what I don't like about, uh, about uh, Louisiana cold, Louisiana wintered, winters, pardon me. Yeah, it should be more comfortable tomorrow. Uh, we don't get this uh, wintry weather all that often, so we'll just right. have to grin and bear it for a couple of days, and I, I think it's going to be a little milder moving uh, into next week and into February from what the forecast yep. is telling us. As long as it's mild into March when we get into uh, Mardi Gras and then into April when we get into the Jazz Fest. There you go. As we try to get back to a little sense of normalcy here in, in Louisiana, especially in New Orleans. Do want to ask you first as we start off about the New Orleans Pelicans. First of all, Jose Alvarado, I could not have been happier for him last night. Uh, they go up to uh, on this East Coast swing. Um, they, they go to Brooklyn where he's from. Of course, they didn't play well in the first half. Uh, played much better in the second half, but still Brooklyn, Brooklyn uh, took them. Uh, they go to they go to Boston. They play great for first three quarters. And then really, again, it really showed the lack of, uh, of, uh, of, a, of another scorer uh, in the backcourt that really hurt them in the, in the fourth quarter. And then, of course, with all this Zion to the Knicks garbage we've been hearing now for the last couple of years, they go into New York uh, into Madison Square Garden. They take care of the Knicks last night. Alvarado has a, a great game uh, last night uh, for, for the Pels. And, of course, a dozen in front of his family. Uh, they had uh, uh, two members of the, uh, I believe it was Josh Hart and Brandon Ingram, brought tickets for the Brooklyn game and the Nick game for his family. Uh, Ingram gave up his jersey to uh, uh, Alvarado's brother. And, of course, he got, you know, got interviewed in the uh, post-game um, uh, interview uh, with, with Jen Hale. And it was just good to see a journeyman like that who's given, you know, tried so hard to get back into the NBA uh, have some success in his hometown. Yeah, it really was a feel-good story to see him, you know, going back home and and having such a big impact on the game last night. And you know, he's kind of gotten overlooked here of late, and yet, you know, we tend to forget that Kyra Lewis Jr. you know was lost for the season. That you know, as their number two point guard, and they were really 
in, in a bind there with, with uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker having to try and play the point some. And uh, they were kind of lost in the backcourt for a while. And Alvarado really, for the last couple of weeks, has played very well as the number two point guard. And last night, I guess, was probably his signature performance in the garden, which was great. But he's really, I think, uh, been a significant contributor for a while now. It just has kind of flown under the radar. But they would really be in trouble in the backcourt if he hadn't shown the development he's shown of late. I definitely agree with that. Now, look, Ingram got a little bit of a uh, – it looks like a, maybe an a ankle or knee sprain last night. Hopefully, again, that's not going to be something that's going to linger. He Again, he's really just gotten back into a groove after being out for, what, eight games uh, with, with an injury. Um, they just can't afford not to have him on the floor. They really need to add some more backcourt help. Uh, you know, There's a lot of talk. They're going to try to do that before the um, trading deadline. As you break this team down, what do you think they need? Well, I think they do need uh, some more backcourt depth, uh, even with Alvarado uh, stepping up and helping them. You know, I, I think it's going to be a, a, a tricky decision for David Griffin at the trade deadline because the, the ceiling's pretty low for this team. They, they do have a chance uh, to get a play-in spot, maybe get into the playoffs. But they're, if they do, they're not going to go very far. Their future... Uh, is tied to Zion Williamson, at least in the short term. And so you don't want to spend a whole lot in this draft. I mean, at this trading deadline for this team, that's not going to go very far. If you can strengthen it without having to pay much, that's fine. But they still have to keep their eye on the long-term future and not really spend big on a season. That's not going to go very far. And, you know, you mentioned the Zion Williamson to the Knicks stuff that we hear all the time. I haven't seen any stories today about people speculating yeah. about how the Pelicans dominating the Knicks last night might scuttle that possibility. It's weird how those stories tend to go in only one direction. One direction only, no no doubt about it. And um, it'll be interesting to see again what happens with, with Zion. Hopefully he'll be back after the All-Star break. But then there there is going to be a period where there's going to have to be a period of adjustment because he is such a ball-dominant player. Uh, you know, a lot of what we see uh, uh, Valanchunas getting in terms of touches, where he's getting them, et cetera, you know, we'll see that out of Zion. Uh, plus, again, are they going to go back to the point Zion situation? It'll be interesting to see how that kind of plays out. But just having his presence on the court will help this team if they get a chance to be able to get him for the, maybe the last 20 so games uh, going into the playoffs. Yeah, I think they're going to get to a point where they're going to have to decide whether it's worth bringing him back. There, there's still enough games in this season where they could bring him back after the All-Star break, uh, deal with the adjustment period, and, and hopefully get back on track and maybe sneak into a play-in spot. But you know, there is going to be a significant adjustment. One of the biggest things that's happened over the last few weeks is they have gotten much more comfortable with the offense. They're moving the ball better. Players are figuring out where their shots come in this offense, and they're figuring out where their teammates' shots are coming from. And the ball movement and the player movement has been outstanding. And if you put Zion in there, especially if you're going to have him handling the ball, that is going to change dramatically, and they may have to take a step backward in terms of their offensive continuity for a while when he does come back, and that could disrupt what they've accomplished to this point. So 
Hopefully he gets well enough that they can bring him back with a significant number of games left. But if they're on the cusp of a playoff spot and he doesn't come back till late, it, it, it could almost be counterproductive, which may sound kind of strange for such a good player. But the disruption, I think, would be real for, for a couple of weeks. Big weekend in college basketball. The UNO Privateers are, are at 500, but they're undefeated 1-0 in the Southland. Uh, they'll take on Northwestern uh, tomorrow uh, at UNO. Um, uh, got a win last night. Uh, I really love the, the Mardi Gras colors, the Mardi Gras jerseys uh, for, the, for, for them. Uh, I believe they're 9-8 and eight now, by the way, not 8-8. Not eight eight. Uh, Tulane is 7-8. Is and eight. They're 4-2 and two within the conference. They take, they're, they're at UCF this weekend. And, of course, LSU, 13 rank 15 and 3 3 and 3 in the SEC and, and they're at Tennessee this weekend so again a big weekend of college basketball for the local teams and of course you know beating southeastern last night yeah it is and and this is probably the the best combination of those three teams we've seen in a while because uh, even though LSU's done pretty well since Will Wade's been there uh, and, and and UNO had a, a couple of good seasons uh, under Mark Schlesinger uh, they haven't been quite as good the last couple of years, and Tulane's been rebuilding, and they've all had some positive moments as we get in the conference play. Of course, with UNO and Tulane, it's all about conference play. I mean, if they're going to get in the NCAA tournament, they're going to have to win their conference tournament, and if they're going to do that, they have to get themselves a good seed and build up some confidence during conference play, and they're both off to good starts. You know, the privateers being 2-0, and uh, I think it's a real boost for them after uh, a challenging non-conference schedule. And uh, Tulane, I think, has been a revelation with the way they've started off beating Memphis and Cincinnati right out of the gate and, and maintaining some of that success. And then the key, I think, for LSU at this point is totally tied to the, the health of the team. Xavier Benson yes. has missed a few games now with that knee. I, I think they soft-pedaled that injury when it happened. If you saw it, uh, that that didn't look like something that was going to be day-to-day like they suggested. But hopefully he'll be back soon now that it's been two weeks. And then the key really now is Darius Days, who had an ankle injury the other night at Alabama. It didn't seem to be too serious. Hopefully one or both of those guys can be back uh, tomorrow because that's going to be a difficult game at Tennessee. Uh, yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. Um of course, uh, your alma mater, uh, Loyola, uh, is uh, number one in NAIA. Um, and, of course, uh, just you know, a lot of people are just really kind of finding out about this now, paying attention to what's going on. Um, uh, really good news. And, and, again, really, really good to see Loyola back on the map when it, when it, when it comes to, uh, to, to their athletics. Yeah, and that, that's really uh, a great story with the basketball team having that success. You know, when I was there, we didn't even have an athletic program. They right. shut it down at that point, and we were glad to see it come back. And, of course, the, the baseball program has had a lot of success, uh, had a very high national ranking last year going into the tournament. And the women's basketball program has had some success over time. So there have been some good stories there. But I think where the basketball team is at this point right now may be the high water mark. And it's certainly going to make things uh, very interesting uptown uh, as we get deeper into the conference season and then the postseason. 
Right, they're taking on William Carey uh, tomorrow. Part uh, uh, another conference opponent losing to Faulkner University last week for their for their first loss uh, in conference, their first loss uh, in in uh, in NAIA play. Of course, uh, I believe Xavier's 18th ranked in NAIA. So again, look, some really good teams and some really good coaches uh, in South Louisiana right now. When you start talking about basketball. Yeah, and, and that's encouraging to see because there, there hasn't been a lot to get excited about uh, with college basketball uh, around the city and around the state for, for a while, at least not in terms of multiple teams having success. And to see so many in the city having success is particularly exciting because we've seen so little of that. You know, LSU uh, has kind of carried the banner here for the last few years in terms of, you know, having any kind of postseason threat, but we're seeing a lot of teams in the city now. You just ran them off with UNO and Tulane and and Xavier and Loyola all being successful. So, uh, you know, lots of times this time of year, you know, people start looking at college baseball early because there isn't much to get excited about in basketball, and it's refreshing to see that a little bit different this year. No, there isn't. Look, we know this, especially with, again, pro basketball coming back to New Orleans. Uh, basketball, really pretty much collegiate basketball on, on so many channels on TV. You can watch whatever you want from your easy chair. There just hasn't been that attendance at, at, at local um, uh, college basketball games that we saw when you and I were coming up, right? Yeah, and, uh, you know, it would be nice to see some sort of, uh, you know, home court advantages uh, established by some of these teams. I remember when, you know, when Perry Clark had things going mm-hmm. in Tulane in the 1990s, you know, how, you know, uh, Devlin Fieldhouse now, Fogelman Arena uh, back then, was uh, just a really difficult place to play yes. uh, because it was filled, the students were loud, they were right on top of the court. And, uh, you know, hopefully a lot of these schools can uh, develop some sort of home court advantage along those lines because it makes a huge difference uh, for these programs. Yeah, Tim Floyd out at UNO, Dale Brown, when he brought his Tigers into the Superdome, they were, again, big crowds there as well. Uh, And look, People don't know that if they haven't been around for a while. But, again, the college basketball was huge here at one time. Uh, you know, and, and a lot of folks went out and saw, went out to see the games. Unfortunately, it doesn't happen like that. Hopefully we'll get back to that once again. Always a pleasure, Les. I really appreciate your time. Tell us a little bit about what you got coming up for us at CrestedCitySports.com and Saturday Down South. Uh, thanks, Eric. Yeah, I posted something last night at uh, CrescentCitySports.com about what the first round of the playoffs might have told us ab- about where the Saints are at this point, and uh, I'll be having uh, some more Pelican stuff here shortly with them coming back home to play the Pacers on Monday, and of course, uh, SaturdayDownSouth.com. We've had quite a bit on LSU of late with the transition and with uh, all the activity with Brian Kelly bringing in players from the transfer portal, uh, we'll continue to have uh, a lot more LSU stuff at SaturdayDownSouth.com. Also, tell us about the book before we get out and how folks can follow you on social media. Yeah, thanks. The book is uh, Donkeys, Elephants, and Giraffes, and you can find it online at all the major distur- distributors, Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, and folks can follow me. Uh, on Facebook, uh, Les East, and also on Twitter at Les underscore East. Thank you, my friend. Stay warm. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Eric. 
Les East, again, award-winning journalist from CrestedySports.com. Hey, if your heater is not working, you guys got home, and you know it's going to be a cold weekend, call my friends at Burkhart. Again, uh, they have emergency service available for you. Get out there. Get your heater up and working. If, again, they can't get it up and working, they'll tell you exactly what the deal is. Uh, and, of course, uh, they'll do everything they can to be able to get you and your family warm over the weekend. Uh, Fifteen trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call. Truly a com- company you can trust. It's Burkhart. ACPromise.com. ACPromise.com. It is the William Grant family that still is Friday extravaganza. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opelie. If you're in the market for a quality used car, come visit us at Southern Tire Auto Sales. We have a large selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for every taste and budget. Every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has been carefully inspected for safety and quality. At Southern Tire Auto Sales, we'll only sell you the best used vehicles, and we'll never sell you something we wouldn't buy ourselves. Financing is available. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers customers. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans best burgers, poor boys muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at francescadeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana A new year comes with new excitement, new ambitions, new milestones. Is this the year you pop the question, have a child? Celebrate a major anniversary. At Diamonds Direct, we're here for you, now more than ever. With our vast selection of exquisite hand-picked diamonds, our world-renowned designer jewelry collections, our industry-leading warranties and guarantees, and our people. People with a passion for helping you mark any occasion with something that's both meaningful and timeless. And our commitment to providing exceptional value is stronger than ever in the new year. Whether you're just starting out on a tight budget or whether you're splurging on that 30th anniversary gift, 
Diamonds Direct will make sure you get the price that you expect from America's premier direct diamond importer. Welcome to a new year and welcome to Diamonds Direct, where extreme value combines with the ultimate luxury shopping experience to create that truly magical moment for the milestones in your life. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. On Severn Avenue, across from Lakeside Mall. Wanna have a seafood bar? I don't know what to do. Hey there, it's Jeremy Schreiber, owner of Nola Boils and Catering. Have you booked your on-site crawfish catering event yet? Well, now's the time. Whether you're entertaining a small group of family or friends or hosting a large annual corporate event, Nola Boils is prepared to come straight to you. Need on-site catering, charboiled oysters, beverages, tables, tents, chairs? We handle it all. It's crawfish time, y'all. Call us at 504-782-6070. You book it, we cook it. NolaBowls.com. All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. Certainly appreciate you checking us out here on the William Grant Family of Stillers Friday Extravaganza. Insist on a William Grant product. I want to thank Mike Vazan, Chris Gordy, Les Seas for joining us on the program. Rudy back at studio. Thank all the great sponsors that sponsor our program. Go to ericasher.com for a slideshow that sponsors sponsor our program. Just click on the icon of your favorite sponsor. Please support our sponsors. Thanks for our sponsors supporting our program. Coming up next, it's... Uh, uh, all Access with Ken Trahan. Al Dupuyer will be with him along with Shemit Dua. So keep it right here on 106.1 FM. Have a wonderful weekend, New Orleans. I'll see you Monday straight up 4 o'clock. My name is Eric Asher. From the dog cat to the governor, they all got to go. Your station for prep sports year-round. We are 1061 Nash Icon, WRKN, Picayune, New Orleans.